Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Under the Veil podcast. It's so good to have you with me, and if you're new here, you're so welcome. Now, today's episode is going to be a short one because we're about to hit the road to visit our family in the west of Ireland. And honestly, it's amazing that we can do that in the middle of August, in the middle of wedding season. And we're so thankful to how this year we are getting a lot more free time. On today's short episode, I wanted to talk to you about money. And honestly, it's not about how to make more money because we've talked about that in other episodes, but it's about how to keep more of the money you make. Up until this January, I really didn't have an interest in the financial side of the business. Like I said, Dan was always the one that looked after all of our accounts and he managed all of that fun stuff that I didn't want to look at. But then we realized that the first step in keeping more of our money was to understand where it was going. After a really intense year of shooting weddings to compensate for the loss of income during COVID, but it was also to catch up on all of the postponed weddings. We looked at our accounts and at the end of the year, although we had made a lot of money, it wasn't showing in our savings. Um, any financial savvy person will tell you that to have more money, you have two options. You have to either work more or spend less. And honestly, after shooting 70 plus weddings last year, we there was simply no way we were going to work more. We had already decided to shoot less weddings in 2023. So our only other option was to spend less. Can you imagine waiting 10 years to have your dream wedding only to have to do everything in six days because it's the only six days you have that year? That is what happened to us and it made us so angry and sad that something needed to change. Which brings me to some of the things we did and do to keep more of our hard-earned money at the end of the month, but also without sacrificing our quality time and our sanity. The first cost cut we did was to get rid of our car lease. Not only did we have like a hefty monthly charge, but... Uh, when we were looking at it, we were paying so much interest that very little was actually going towards paying off the car. It's insane. After two years of paying every month for our car, when we looked at how much we owed, we still owed almost all of the price of the car. It's crazy. So after getting rid of our lease, we had to get a new car, right? So we bought and paid for a used car, and we paid for it and we paid for it all so that we didn't have to look at monthly charges. The second thing we did, it honestly had the most impact in our savings. We looked at our electricity and our heating bill and decided it was time to move to a better, newer and energy efficient home. I know, I know not everyone can do this. I know, you know, you might be thinking, Jess, there's actually a housing crisis in Ireland. I hear you. And I know not everyone can do this. Also, a lot of you may already own your home, so you're not going to leave your home, right? And a lot of you own your home. So I know this is not for everyone, but this is what we did. 
Um, so we moved to a newer home and our electricity and our heating bill plummeted. And it's honestly amazing to even look at more money in our account that would have been going on to pay for electricity. We work from home, so we're at home almost 24 hours of the day. So our electricity bill was quite high. And I know that yours must be too. Now, if you can't move homes, what can you do? And if you look at your appliances, maybe it's time to get a better, more energy efficient one and sell out your older ones. Cutting expenses and seeing more money in your account is so addictive that we had to keep going. Owning your business means countless monthly subscriptions. I don't know about you, but uh, during the dark days of COVID, I kept looking at all of those subscriptions and the ones we could do without, we canceled, especially the ones that didn't offer any relief or help during COVID. We looked at cheaper or better alternatives and we migrated, but it's time to look at all of the subscriptions you have and really look at if they're actually giving you the best value for your money. And if not, it's time to change. So a big example is we used to pay for three subscriptions. One was for like an album approving subscription, a slideshow design one and a gallery hosting subscription. Now we pay for one subscription that does all of this and a lot more. And if you're asking what it is, it's pick time, by the way. I honestly, myself and Dan, honestly, just go around preaching their gospel everywhere we go. Not only is everything more integrated, so you're offering a better quality service to your clients, but it's also cheaper than having to pay for all of those three subscriptions. But to be honest, it's also less paperwork when you're doing your accounts. And no, PickTime is not sponsoring this podcast. Unfortunately, maybe I should give them a shout out. What do you think? Another big thing we did is to have yearly subscriptions instead of monthly. I know not every subscription allowed this, but it's worth asking them because sometimes they don't have it there. But if you ask and say that, you know, you only do yearly subscriptions and if they could offer that for you or you're going to look at other businesses, I guarantee more likely than not they're going to offer it to you. Not only does it work out cheaper, it's also less paperwork, meaning more free time for you. A great thing to do is to do your yearly subscription if you're joining a new software or a new subscription during Black Friday. They usually offer it at a reduced price, so it's worth waiting. Also, all of your big purchases of new equipment, hard drives, and everything else, if you can wait, buy them during Black Friday. Just research first to make sure that the prices are real and you're getting the best value for your money. Now, this one was a very recent decision and it's honestly my own fault that we didn't do this before. Again, it's because I hate monthly charges and I just didn't want another one. And that's getting a toll tag for the car. After Dan showed me that it was cheaper and but also more practical and it saves us time, it was really a no-brainer to just get one. I don't know about you, but I feel like I always choose the worst line to stay no matter what, and I have to wait for ages while the person in front is counting their change. Now, um, this next one is for professionals that already have their gear. 
And that is that you don't need to upgrade every year. Despite what the tech industry tells you, you know, uh, all of these businesses are coming out with new cameras and new equipment twice a year. Before it used to be every few years they'd come out with a new camera. Now it's almost twice a year and they have a new thing. This was a hard pill for Dan to swallow because I feel like every year he wanted a new camera. So instead of just getting new equipment all the time, honestly, just get better at your craft and only upgrade if your current gear is lacking and it's impacting the quality of the work. I had to stop myself from buying an A1 this year. I know it's a hard pill for me to swallow too. And although I still want one and I feel like it will be worth the investment, I'd probably wait for Black Friday in 2024. More expensive doesn't always translate to better. A lot of the times the difference in quality is so minimal that your clients will never notice. Now this happened to me uh, two or three years ago when I decided to buy a Pro Photo Flash instead of a Godox one. Now the price was triple of the Godox and I thought that that translated that it would be three times better quality than the Godox. But then I had to also get a Godox flash because the shoe that attaches to the camera from the Profoto is so badly designed that it keeps breaking and it costs 150 euro to fix each time. It's so crazy and I honestly, every time I look at that flash, I feel angry that I spent that much money when Dan was telling me just to get a Godox one. We also decided to get to pay off our credit card and just get rid of it. I know in some places that, you know, using your credit card can have many benefits. Um, in Brazil and in the, U in the U.S., you know, you'll increase your credit score or something like that by using your credit card. And I know in Ireland there are also some positives when using the credit card. But for us, we just felt that the positives we're not big enough to justify the amount of interest we're paying. We were paying um, on the credit card, so we're almost done paying off that credit card. And I told Dan I'm gonna cut it up into very little pieces. Now on to now um, onto the golden egg. There's this thing called the 48 hour rule, which uh, me and Dan just learned off recently. Um, it's basically to try and stop impulse spending. When making a purchase, especially online, leave it in your cart for 48 hours. Now, it doesn't matter if it's a business purchase or if it's a personal one. Leave it in your cart for 48 hours. If after those, if after those hours you're still thinking that you need that item, then buy it. But most often than not, you'll decide you, you don't actually need another shoe, you don't actually need another lens, and that will translate to more money in your savings at the end of the day. Okay, it's time to wrap up because I did say this was going to be a short episode, right? Oh yeah, talking about hitting the road, plan ahead. Uh, you know, when you're, even if it's like a personal trip or if you're hitting the road um, for, for work, for weddings, just plan ahead and buy your snacks from your local supermarket uh, because when you're buying snacks, coffee, and water at a petrol station, it means you're paying double and sometimes triple the price. Um, honestly, the era of the two-euro coffee is long gone. Um, I know, remember those good old days? 
Uh, get yourself a good thermos and make your own coffee at home. Uh, fill your water bottle at home. The environment will thank you and so will your pocket. Okay, everyone, that's it for me. It's time to hit the road and go visit our family in Mayo. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.